five hundred V bucks. Five hundred V bucks. Three bucks. Three fifty four. Yeah, that's. I feel that's, like that's a lot. Yeah, they are still yeah. adding. And again, it I love pissing it, away. It, it is expensive. The songs in in uh getting them jam tracks for Fortnite. I I'm so hesitant to buy a lot now. And I'm hopeful that in the future there will be like the, there's the promise that there will be more like it's not just like there'll be more use to them. Um but like I don't know. It's it so, I don't want to say there's a lot of unknowns, it's just more of like uh do I do I need this? Yeah, it we're we're doing a lot of spending money on promises. We yeah. we did not already have Vaseline or hit me with your best shot. Uh in, no. in Rock Band. In Rock Band? No, Vaseline was in Rock Band, wasn't it? That's what I thought. But there's like posts from uh December 14th. Both Poison Pill and Vaseline have pounding drums, big guitars, and powerfully delivered vocals that'll grab you on the very first listen. This new DLC is available right now. Were they you? Were they in is an old me? rock band <laughs> and get carried over? That's, and that's almost definitely right. in. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if it was in an old rock band, and that's why. Yeah, I think that's it what seems. It, it does seem weird for it to just be like. If it was an old rock band, it seems weird for it to have taken this long for them to get. Hit me with your best shot. I'm not sure if it was in anything else, but Vaseline, I'm pretty sure was. I think I spent like $100 in December just on Fortnite skins and songs. Like, no joke. Keeping Epic really? in business. I yeah. Didn't, oh, yeah. Could be, I bought all the Ninja Turtles. I bought John Wick. I realized. the songs. What was that, last night or two nights ago? Whenever you sent the video of uh, them playing, I, of your kids playing, I like yeah. didn't. I remember that I didn't buy any of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I bought them all. I bought them. I, yeah. just, I, just, I just caved and bought them all. I was like, fuck it. And now Liam wants them. I'm like, yeah, about that. You're going to have to wait a little bit. I still don't have Master Chief. I need to buy Master Chief. I need Kratos. I need fucking all that shit. Um, before we get into tonight's episode, which is, of course, PDC Movie Club, we have a couple of uh, housekeeping things to go over. But before we even do that, Welcome, everyone, to the Passing Controller Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the ladies in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about movies like tonight. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you tonight? Did it start snowing yet? Yeah, I, it, I think it did a little, but yet? I think yeah. now it's raining. Yeah, it's like light right now. Uh, all right, whatever. Also joining us tonight, of course, is the Fortnite father himself, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing over there, miss? Good, good. Uh, I'm really excited to hear what you guys think about this movie. Interesting. I want to be the last person to say what I think about it, too. Go to me last, okay? I Was this the first time all of us watching it? Yeah. I, I, I started that a long time ago. I never, like, I, I was kind of watching it, like, with too much going on in the background, so like I was like, I gotta watch this some other time. Mm-hmm. Was this a 2023 movie or a 2022 yes. movie? It it was was last year, yeah. 2023. Um, and then rounding us out, of course, is the Disney Daddy himself, Dominic Forty Dom. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay. 
so as we've been alluding to tonight, of course, is the PTC movie clip pick for December of last year. So if you've been waiting for us to talk about Asteroid City, that is coming up shortly. But before we get into that, a couple of things we got to handle. I misspoke last episode about the final scoreboard for the year. Dom, Dom is Sorry, still Dom. the champion. Sorry, Dom. <laughs> Dom is still the champion. Um, but we do have some other uh, points and whatnot that need to actually get added to the scoreboard, but it still results in Dom being the champion. But we're not going to actually do that today because next week is when we will do our predictions for this year. So we'll just do it all then and all recap right. the stuff that we talked about. Um, so we, we will discuss that later. I just wanted to clarify because as soon as I hit like no podcast over, Todd was like, what about this? What about that? Where are my <laughs> points? And I had to do a bunch of math. Uh, and if my math is correct, then Dom still wins. I'll, I'll do it out on the episode next week. So that way there's no no hanky business, no hanky panky business. Hanky, Interesting hanky day business. to bring up uh, changes of results in, in voting, huh? Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> not um, and then the other thing that we need to figure out right now, and I'm going to spur this on the group live without any pre... We, we've like talked about it but we hadn't decided on anything so now it's a new year i figure going forward for the movie club we should change the order every year so that way we're not just picking for the same month that have way we like, never change the order ever i don't know we have all we have done is when we first started doing it dom wasn't weekly on the show okay gotcha. so once dom started weekly coming on then we just folded him into the rotation um so that was the only time i think that the rotation changed so before Dom, no, because it still would have been a multiple of, of three. So it doesn't matter. It, it would have been the same no matter what. So okay. we haven't changed it yet. So I think the best thing we can do is one of two things. We can, and I'm prepared for both. So whatever the group wants to do, we can, we can, do, we can do right now. I'm prepared for both. It's New Year, Mike. New Year, new, new me, new show. We're going we're gonna to be prepared for things. Don, okay. Do what do, do you got to do, Dom. Um, do we want to? Name out of a hat, pull four out, that's the order. Or do we want to do a monthly draft? I'll pull the order of the names, and you get to pick one by one. We'll go in a snake draft. So, like, let's just say we pick the order, me, Mike, Todd, Dom. I'll pick a month I want a movie for, then Mike will, then whatever, then Dom will. And then we'll rotate back and go back and forth until we've picked all twelve months. So do we want to just do? Probably, I think the hat's probably easier. Yeah, well, I, I know. I, I feel like people always like, oh, I wish I had October. Oh, I wish I had this. Now you have the chance to yeah, pick I the mean, month you want. I, it doesn't, I doesn't matter to me. If I, I fall on that, have a, yeah. Would you, for the movie club rotation, Dom? Would you rather us I right now? Random pick makes more sense. Than okay, doing it. Let's let's do it right now. Because um, if because if you if you want to know the truth, I'm just gonna pick four three four months, months in a month. I'm just gonna pick yeah, three months. months in a row so that I can. <laughs> yeah, but you can. But you can do you, that. You can do that, but like we or, don't. Or someone can can stop the vote. You know what I mean? They can they can swing in there and uh, change that up. Alright, fine. I'm October, November, December. Boom. We're gonna just use a piece of paper that's already used. So let's see. We got a bunch of fucking scraps here. Built us in a cave with scraps. So we got Dom. We got me. Me. We got uh me, Mike. 
And we get HUD. All right. All right. Crumpley's up. Mm-hmm. What's the Patreon tier for rigging it so Dom still gets October? <laughs> what would... what? What would Dom have to get to get October? I would what have would... had October every, every year, right? Oh, no. Just he would have to be... We switched uh, it two years ago, right? Was Creep for October or no? I don't even know. Creep was, was like February. Um, yeah, I had February. I had, actually, no, I had February the year before too. So, Wait, so you had October this year, right? I think it had, had to be second. I had February okay. in October. Have we been doing this for three years? I don't even know. Probably. Yeah. I hope not. Three years of not <laughs> yes, a lot of good because, because I did, I did awesome Disney live action films, and then I did <laughs> musicals. Mm-hmm. This year, let me throw those musicals. We're gonna we're gonna use my Salem Willows Hobbs giant fucking tin to shake Wait, these. Dumb, what he says, he says, I'm gonna pick names out of the hat. He's the wearing year? a hat and yeah. he grabs a giant been, tin. Uh, oh, I didn't do Rocky Horror, right? I did. Uh, and keep in know, mind, what was the October this year? Here's for proof for posterity. Uh, there the they witch. are. All right, what was it the witch? The witch. Wait, ah, yes, okay. We're shaking them up. We're shaking them up. We're shaking them up. First one. January's pick goes to. Let's go, Dom. And the winner is. Oh, I can't even. I don't want. I don't want this. I want February. I I crumpled it up too much. And the first pick of the year goes to. I can't read it. It says Todd. Yeah. Uh, goes to Todd. So Todd is number God one. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, January, February. You have... <laughs> we could have did a draft. We could still oh, do a I draft. Fine. It's fine. It's completely fine. All right. February, pick number two Give goes to... to... Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> it's going to be Brendan. Tom wants that, he will not wants pick that October spot. He's going to pick Hoobie Halloween. He is. I can't read that. Big Mikey Bucks. Oh, Mike. Number two. Right. Mike, you should you should initiate a trade for October. You get two <laughs> months of somebody else's and they get October. <laughs> All out. All right. March goes to Big Dommy Bucks, which leaves March, me with November. pick number four. July. Yeah. Yeah, November. That makes sense. Yeah, there is. So the new rotation for this year is gonna go Todd, Mike, Dom, me. I I don't even remember what the rotation used to be. It was Todd, me, Mike, Dom. No, no, it was Todd, me, you, Dom. So I think just Todd and I swapped. So Todd, Mike. I just want to make sure I write this down before I forget. Dom, April, gross. So Todd is going to get January, May, August. Wants in some salt burn in fucking January? Wait, wait, wait. And wait, wait did I do that wrong? Did I count yeah, wrong? You must have, because now Todd's getting four Todd should get Todd should get September. Sorry. Uh, Mike gets February. February. June and October. Yep. Dom gets March, July, and November, and I will get April, August, and December. Wait a minute. So now it's Todd, me, me, 
Brendan. Dom Brendan. Before it was Todd, me, Brendan, Dom. So me and Brendan switched? Yeah, you and Brendan switched. I, okay. I had that backwards. Nah, I mean, it's a shakeup. It's a regular old mess round. So that's done. So we have decided the order. Todd, do you know what your movie pick is going to be for the I month? I technically pick a movie right now, but I would like to, like a little time. Is Salt Burn available? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, but but I would like to just like mull over the list before I say it. I can give it to you by by maybe by the end of the episode, but may, worst case scenario by tomorrow, or I might even do a, a vote. We have Todd's list. Yeah, um, and I, I have a couple it, others that I feel like I didn't add to that list, though. So. I mean, listen, if if you if you can't give it today, that's fine. I mean, whatever. We'll just do it next week. But yeah, um, well, I know it's late in the month too. So we, I mean, like, I, I can yeah, know, it'll be it'll everything. the people will lose a week, but you know, yeah, you're you're a dickhead. I'll, I'll have I'll hold you to it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be the, the one who got January. Yeah, I probably should have preemptively had people maybe come with a potential pick for tonight, but whatever. I have. I mean, yeah, we'll see. It's not it's not the end of the world. Um yeah. it's a leap year. They get an extra fucking day. They can watch the movie. We uh, do is that how that works. No, not how that works. Extra days in February. Yeah, but it's still an extra day. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, I'm gonna leave it that one. We 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 got a great show for you tonight. Uh, there's your new rotation. Todd will pick for January, uh, but he is not prepared for that tonight, which is fine. You know, it is what it is. We'll, it might be by the end of the episode. We'll it's a it's a slow month. You know what I mean? You'll have time to watch a movie, cozy up next to the fire, next to the not fire, whatever you want to cozy up next to, cat, dog, gerbil. You know, whatever, whatever is your situation. Anyways, uh, we got a great show. A couple other housekeeping things, real quick. Uh, the, this episode, of course, sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty from the Salem, Massachusetts area, the North Shore, Massachusetts on Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening. You want yourself something hot, sweet, and tasty, fresh out of the oven, head on down to one Washington square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. Uh, Remember that one week where we were talking about trying to get a sponsorship from like a local cobbler or something? Well, why were we talking about that? I think we were just talking about cobblers in general. Because in general, okay. I think be fair, we were trying. To be fair, we were probably talking about Adam Sandler first. I think that might have been how yeah, it probably came up. Because um, it, it got me thinking. I'd sent Mike a text earlier. I drove by, so like near our house, there is a, there were like a lot of like small random closed buildings or like closed businesses that just have been, I don't know it seems like they've been closed for a long time and one of them is this salon called Joe's Hair Salon that like I don't always drive that way so I like kind of forget that it exists until I drive that way from my house and I drive by it and I always am like oh I want to stop and take a picture of this place because it's kind of like ridiculous it's like kind of creepy looking like it has uh, it's a very small building. It looks very closed. Still undetermined if it's actually an open business. Google says it is. Google said it was supposed to be open today until 4 o'clock. It was not because we drove by it. And I stopped, finally, to take a picture. Uh, the windows have, like, these... How would you describe the windows, Mike? How would you describe the 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 painting on the windows of that place? It's like they commissioned a a talented like maybe fifth grader to do the art 
for the front of the building. They said, "Hey, just draw a pit, like draw someone, two faces for me." Someone that's familiar with hum- what humans look like. Yeah, but, yes, they've like, got they've got the general idea, but hasn't seen me, one in a while. Yeah, yeah. To me, it gives like the vibe of like old, like a very specific style of like horror manga. Like it, like especially if you look at the eyes, Mike. Maybe the picture I sent you can't see it closely enough, but like it looks like Jinji Ito like eyes. It's like very like creepy. Um, so I started doing some googling because I was like, "This place, there's no way this place is open or like is a functioning business." And I stumbled upon the Salem Reddit, and other people were talking about this place, saying that like it's been there forever. It's like a, it's like a creepy landmark that no one knows if it's actually a business or not or if it's a front or if it's just been closed forever but it does have one review on google from like five years ago saying they got a haircut there uh the problem is that i, I think these faces don't have noses unless like they're like small dots it might be like a line it might be like a line yeah uh it, it it's it is a very ominous thing so anyways i don't know maybe we should get them to sponsor the show this year there was a phone number, and Jen did call it, and somebody did answer, and she hung up right away. So, uh, anyways, that's uh, that's my anecdote for the day. Okay, so this is your last chance. If you don't want us to spoil Asteroid City for you, you should bow out of the episode now, because for the rest of this episode, we are going to spoil and talk about everything to do with the film Asteroid City. So, your last chance. Hit that pause button, come back later, hit skip, and never listen to us again. Whatever you, whatever floats your boat. Leave us a faster review before you go. Uh, anyways, as we do with all PTC Movie Club episodes, with a box office. Sorry, with a budget. Doesn't list the budget? Uh, uh, hold on, let me see if I can find the budget. Usually box office mojo lists everything. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it had a budget of $25 million. Uh, with an opening. Do I ever give the opening? I don't think I give the opening. I don't think so. Would that be helpful or more confusing if I gave you the opening? Opening, uh, I feel like it would, it would help. Yeah, don't even do it. Don't do it? Don't yeah, do it. It, it might give us more information than we actually need. Okay, all right, all right. So with a budget of about $25 million, allegedly, what did this take in worldwide? Who's big is it, Mike? Mike, what, what yep. did it take in? Uh, 25, so um, I don't know if it actually did well. I feel like it did not. So I'm going to say 60. Okay, okay. Todd? It's way too high, first of all. Um, I'm going to say 8... I thought you were going to say 80. It's way too high. No, 80. no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, I'll go 18. 18 million. Wow. Okay. Todd said under budget. Dom, where are you going to go? Oh, he's... <laughs> oh, I'm boy. I'm going to say... Oh, shit. Now you got to decide, though. Yeah, you, like, can't split split the you can't split that. <laughs> it's, go, it's a spread, boy. I'm going to go 59. Oof. Okay. Well, by that. default, that puts Dom right there as the oh, correct man, guess. Funny. I thought it was a huge bomb. For some I mean, it, it did twenty-five. It, it had a budget of supposedly twenty-five million, and it did fifty, almost fifty-four million. Okay. I feel like 
That's actually. I don't, I don't know if that's good or bad for that type. It's of not money. great. Yeah. It didn't double the budget, probably. And I mean, it didn't double. You're, I think uh, you're looking for a one point five times budget. Although, okay. although this probably didn't have that much marketing, so no, I mean, it definitely it's probably, didn't. It's probably closer to hitting the mark. It's but closer. I to thought, breaking I thought even. this would be bombed. Yeah, 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 breaking even. Um, and then for a Metacritic. Or sorry, we do Rotten Tomatoes on movies. Um, for a tomato meter, Mike. If and if anyone looked these up, then excuse yourself from it. But uh, tomato and audience, Mike. What do you think? I mean, I didn't look it up, but what was it? Variety said it was like the worst movie, of the one of their worst movies. Right? Yeah, well, that's that's not the answer. So, well, I mean, that's, not that's, answer, that's not the answer. So you can still guess. No, I'm saying like just based on their second that, worst, right? I didn't actually look at the list. I just know that it was. I'm pretty sure it, it was, was the at least worst. nominated. It at least came up there. So. With that in mind, it must have. It, it. I'm assuming it might have got some splats. Might have got some splats. So let's say. Um, let's say critic. Uh, Fifty-five. Okay. And let's say audience. Audience seventy. They might have looked it. I don't know. What's splat under seventy? Splat. Uh, I forget. That's why I went. I picked. I think it is under seventy. What about you, Todd? What do you think? Critic and audience. All right, critic. I'm gonna go. Critics agree. I just want to say that. I just want to say critics agree. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go eighty with critics, and I'm gonna go sixty-five. I said 80, 80, and that was 80, 65. Okay. Dom, take us home. All right, so I was going to say 65, 65, so I will stay with 65 for Critic. Okay. But audience, I'm going to have to switch it up. I don't remember. Mike, what was your audience score? 70. Uh, yeah, that's not oh, I can't even split the fucking difference. Wait, did you uh, say the Critic was lower than the audience? I yeah. said the Critic was lower than the audience. Oh, because I feel like audience. I've heard like it's a lot a of people Anderson not movie. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. Would you say seventy, Mike? I said yeah. seventy. I guess. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say seventy-five. So, uh, you are all wildly incorrect. Yeah, right. Todd is the closest on both. Uh, Todd said eighty sixty-five. It was a seventy-five and a sixty-two. No, Dom said seventy-five, didn't he? Dom said sixty-five, seventy-five. So um, Dom, I just flipped. if if Dom flipped, he would yeah. gotcha. would have beat you and then tied. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think seventy-five tomatoes is is a solid. I don't know what Wes Anderson's yeah. other films. I'm, I'm actually just curious now. Probably They're all pretty high. Yeah, 80s, I think this is probably one 80s. of the lower ones. Yeah, easily. Let's see, Wes, all Wes Anderson films ranked by Tomato Meter. Does anyone have a guess what number one is? Uh, I fantastic. You Mr. know what? Fox? It's the it's the beginning of the year, Mr. Fox. Hold on, it's the beginning of the year, and since we are resetting the leaderboard, this will be the first point of the night. Everyone gets a a true guess here for a point, and you can guess the same thing. This is just a blanket point. So, uh, what do I you think? Get, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, what Wes Anderson's? Ah, uh, it's uh, between three. I have, three. I have I have three. I have three. That, uh, like I, I'm gonna well, stick. I'm gonna stick fantastic. Three. I'm gonna stick fantastic, Mister. Uh, wait. 
what was the question again? His highest, 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 yeah. highest tomato, highest tomatoes. Is that critic or audience? I forget. Critic, critic, critic. Well, hold uh, on, hold on, hold on. Let's time out. This is simply his highest rated film okay. on Rotten Tomatoes. So that, that doesn't necessarily mean it is just critic. It is probably going to weigh both scores. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't. I don't think I'm going to change, anyways. I might go Tenenbaums. I. Mm. See, like you guys haven't even mentioned the ones I'm thinking of yet. No, because the other one that I'm thinking, the other thing, Mike, are you picking Royal Tenenbaums? <laughs> I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna stick with it. Grand Budapest was the other one that I was. Yeah, that's what I was. That's one of the three. That's one of the three. Yeah. That um, one was actually nominated, right? Yeah, yeah, so that's I think Fantastic Mr. Fox was too, though. Yes, yeah, it was. Um, so, Mike, are you logging in Tenenbaums? Yeah, why not? Okay. What's the Dolly, other one you're thinking? I'm going to stay with me? Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, so, the other one is Moonrise Kingdom, which I, don't, I, I don't, feel I don't like. I think people loved that, though. I'm going to go stick with Moonrise Kingdom. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to do it. So we're going to go Correct Tenenbaums, was, of Moonrise, course. and Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's going to be fucking... Yeah, yeah no, it's definitely not Life Aquatic. All right. Coming in at number 10 is The Life Aquatic. Yeah, that makes sense. Even though that's like one of my favorites. Yeah, Coming in at number 9 is The Darjeeling Limited. Still haven't watched that. Coming in at number 8 is The French Dispatch. Dispatch. One of you is coming in at number seven. Who is it? No, it's gonna be Royal Tenenbaums. I don't know. I don't know. I think Dom's got this fantastic Mr. Fox. It is indeed the Royal Tenenbaums, number seven. Number six comes in at which is wild. That's how good his category is. Still my favorite, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like Rushmore, Bottle Rocket are probably six and five. Yeah. Ooh. No, apparently you're right. You want to, do you want to change your guess to something? No, no you can't okay. change it. At this point. No, number no, six no. is Bottle Rocket, and number five is Rushmore. Is yeah. Jason Schwartzman in all of his movies? Not all of them, but he's in a lot of them. Yeah, he he he's the Michael he Caine might, to he might show up in all to Chris. Uh, he's the Leo and Scorsese of uh, Wes Anderson. Well, number and four, then, and then Bill Murray's is Pesci. Actually, Bill Murray wasn't in this one though. I know, but he's in almost all of them. I know, I know. I feel like I feel like so I said he's as Pesci because Bill, Bill I feel like Bill Murray was maybe supposed to be Tom Hanks's Tom character. Hanks. <laughs> when Tom Hanks showed up, I was like, "Is that Bill Murray?" And then I squint. I'm like, "Oh no, it's Tom Hanks." Uh, number four is the Isle or Isle of Dogs. I forgot about that one. I love that movie so much. Number three, We're coming down to it now. Number three right, is man. the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, all right. We Which got means one, we got one and two. Which yeah. means that we one actually, and two has been picked. I think you got. I think Dom's got the. I got we, got this on lock. We but. actually picked the top three, Todd. We did, yeah. So I will be a generous. Why are they tied? Host here, so both the Fantastic Mr. Fox and Moonrise Kingdom have a ninety-three tomato meter. Nice. But one of them is in first place because the audience score is a one percent differential. So we can leave it as a blanket. They're 
basically the same because the audience score can change, I guess. Give like the- it really can, actually, yeah. Um, so you have... Well, let me fill, sign in right now and stop fucking... Review, Fantastic review Mr. Fox has an 85 on audience, and Moonrise Kingdom has an 86. So yeah, that I think we just, I think we just leave Moonrise it down. into one. Give you both a point? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. Yeah, why not? Cause I, uh, cause, cause like audience is so like people who like, just like, don't like Wes Anderson can go on that audience and be like, fuck Wes Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, you ever seen Moonrise Kingdom? No. Sorry. We can't keep on doing Wes Anderson. I mean, out of these (laughs) movies, I've seen Fox, Isle of Dogs, Tenenbaums, and this one. Um, okay. That brings us to the main course for the evening, which is, of course, Asteroid City. Uh, Mike, being your pick, what'd you think of this movie overall? Uh, you know, you get what you signed up for. I said, let's do a Wes Anderson film. We got a Wes Anderson film. And, um, would I watch it again? Probably not. But I think you know, I would watch it again. It was a it was a thing. So overall, did you like it or did you not like it? I don't know if I took anything away from it. That's the problem. Mm. I, I will hear what you guys have to say about it, and then I can revisit my thoughts. But I don't think I took anything away from it. Maybe I'm that's curious. by design, Mike. I'm curious, Brennan. Do you still have the top ten? Wes Anderson films or is it all I guess is it all of his films it it was just the top 10 it was not all of them um, like Asteroid City I don't think was listed right it wasn't no because no, Asteroid is 7562 okay um, I wasn't sure when the list had come out that's why I wasn't sure if that's why it wasn't ranked I think I should be able to sort it by director maybe let me check if I can do that I'm just curious where this sits in his cat, uh, catalog on Rotten Tomatoes uh, can I do that by that? Oh, that now I don't know what's going on. We might have been wrong with that other list. What is the rat catcher? Is that a movie? Uh, it's a 17 minute thing that that, that doesn't count. Oh, yeah, right. I don't, that is 100%. So, well, he had a movie with uh Benedict Cumberbatch this year that's like supposed to be one of his best movies ever, and no one fucking talked about it. Which is, I think, is kind of weird. Um, oh, yeah. 96. Yeah. Fucking wild. Like, the name literally, I don't know. Oh, it's it's a return to the world of Roald Dahl. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, that makes uh, sense. The wonderful, okay. wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Yeah. Yeah, people raved about that movie, and no one talked, like, no one saw it, no one's talked about it, like, nothing. I think if I shuffle these by that, I mean, it's not super important. I was just trying yeah. to see where it was ranked in his. Catalog. I mean, it it has these other things in here that I'm I'm gonna ignore things on this list that don't have a box office because I think that will eliminate some of these ones that seem to be just like short films or something. Like I don't know what the Swan is. It's a 17 minute comedy that came out yeah, last year. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna go this. This I'm looking at his movies right now. Anyways, it's it has the same tomato meter as the French Dispatch, which I which I believe was number nine on your list. Yeah, so it's better than the Darjeeling Limited, according to Tomato Meter, and it's yeah. yes, and it better is better of the Life Aquatic. 
Uh, yes, and it is tied tomato meter, but it has a lower audience score than the first French Dispatch. So that's kind of where this sits right now. Yeah, I was just gonna say, meter. I was just gonna say, like it's not one of my favorite Wes Anderson films. Which um, one? Oh, yes, yeah. Asteroid City. Um, okay. I, I mean, that's also a tough thing for me to say because I just listed that Life Aquatic was at the bottom of his yeah, list. But, yeah, but I could probably put Life Aquatic above this yeah, movie. Of course. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It like it was a fine movie. I have no reason to rewatch it anytime soon. It felt less Wes Anderson to me than most of Wes Anderson's films do. Like it had less of his quirkiness to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still had some of it. It just like was framed differently, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you you want to go last, Todd, with this? Yeah, I'll go last. Okay. Uh, I I will say that I am still trying to figure out how I feel about the film overall, or if I would say like, this is a good movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. Uh, off, off the, just broadly, I'll say things like, I think the set pieces and set design and and cinematography of this movie are some of my favorite, I think ever, like the colors of this movie are like uh, incredible. Like I, I don't, I don't know how else to like say how much I enjoy like just the pastel colors of the like I I don't know enough about color theory to like say anything like that like maybe there's something going on with that in the movie but it is so just like striking it is so specific it is just think, very intentional I think a lot of the like clothing is supposed to like offset the background like they're yes. in the desert so like, yeah the clothing is supposed to offset the yeah and it, and it's the 50s yeah exactly so it's like it, it's it's a of it of a time it's also in the desert i think that's part of it because just like yeah. i don't know everything out there is going to be super like faded and, and and bright um but it's just i don't know it's so visually striking and i think the cinematography is just so good at so many moments just with how the I mean, but that's some of his bread and butter, I think, from the few Wes Anderson films that I've watched. It's like he has a very distinct style and he's doing a very specific thing. And I I think in that regard for this movie, it's like some of its best from the stuff that I've seen. I just I think it's like just really well constructed shots. And uh, that was some of the stuff during some of the slower moments of the movie that were like pulling me along because I was just like. I, I don't want to look away from this because it's just beautiful to look at. Um, and it, it going back and forth between this very vibrant world to a black and white world and then kind of fusing those at the end. Like it, it just, it played around with a lot of stuff like that, that I really enjoyed. Um, there were definitely moments, especially at the end where I was like, what the fuck was the point of this movie? Uh, and we can get into that later. I think, that was, um, I think that was the point of this movie. And, but and and so we can get into it a little bit later. But I like the more I thought about it, and then I like you know did some digging around online. Maybe I missed something, like maybe whatever. And I read some other opinions, and then I started thinking about more stuff in the movie. And I was like, oh, I was like this. I actually like what potentially this movie is trying to do, which is poke at the audience. Uh, Wes Anderson poking himself. Uh, the the actors 
kind of having this meta grappling both the actors in this sort of three tiered thing we're watching where it's like we have the you know play that's happening in color then we have the sort of i don't know like behind the scenes uh whatever whatever however you want to describe like the fucking walt why can't i think of his name not uh brian cranston brian cranston's parts where it's like a it's supposed to be like a documentary or something it's supposed to be like a yes uh it's it's a movie about a stage show with actors playing actors in a stage show yeah like like there's so many like meta levels and like tiers to kind of what's going on that like and Adrian Brody's like, I don't. Yeah, that I think at a point are, I don't know. You can maybe fucking eye roll your head to fucking you pass out. It, like, okay, what what the fuck? But I think when you think about it a little bit more and like try to dissect maybe what's going on, uh, I think there are some interesting just things that exist there, and you can interpret that however you want. Um, and I definitely took some stuff from reading other people's thoughts. And then, you know, I came up with some of my own things, just kind of reflecting on scenes in the movie or things that are happening. And yeah, I don't know. I, the more I think about it and I have a feeling the longer this movie sits with me, I think I will end up liking it more over time. Uh, and I, I, I don't know when I'll watch it again, but I actually do kind of want to rewatch this movie at some point and just see if it, Knowing the things I know now, or at least thinking about the things that I'm thinking about now, if uh, different things would become apparent to me or different things would mean something to me or whatever. What about you, Todd? Um, <laughs> so, so uh, I this movie caught me completely off guard. And I'm just going to say that this is one of the, my favorite movies I've watched in like the last couple of years. I fucking absolutely loved it. Like everything about this movie like, I'm pissed at myself I didn't watch it sooner. I don't understand the negative reception it got. Like, I fucking, like, love, love. Like, like this is one of the fa- my favorite movies we've watched out of all the movies we've watched. Yeah. Wow, and, Mike, like, you just got the top like, pick. Yeah, the like, top I, pick of the fucking three, like, three years. And I get why people wouldn't like it. So it's not, like, something like, you know, like, I don't think people are wrong for disliking it. Um, But, man, this movie, just, like, I loved every person's performance in this movie. Like you said, the cinematography, the way it looked, the whole way of dealing with, like, loss and, like, uh, the way it all comes together. And, man, Scarlett Johansson's so fucking good in this movie. Jason Schwartzman's so good in this movie. They're all so good. I don't even like Tom Hanks that much. And Tom Hanks is so fucking good in this movie. Like, I just love this movie. And, like, I can't wait to watch it with Amanda. This is a movie I will definitely be rewatching. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, yes. I fucking loved it. Absolutely. And I was going into this movie kind of negative. I was like, eh, I don't really even want to watch this. And it made me realize I got to start watching these movies and fucking stop thinking like, because I've always loved Wes Anderson, but I've kind of fallen off on Wes Anderson because I'm just like, I don't like, I never saw Fantastic Mr. Fox. I haven't seen like probably like five or six of his last movies I haven't even seen. And um, yeah, we just talked about how the, his Benedict Cumberbatch movie, like, yeah, we yeah, forgot about. Yeah, hundred percent. And honestly, that scene at the end with fucking Jason Schwartzman and um, what's her name, Holly Quinn. Yes, Robbie. dude, the movie like blew me away. It like <laughs> legit blew me away. And like I was thought, I I feel like I was like, 
I was like, is something wrong with me? Because I feel like everyone hated this movie. And I'm like, I just really fucking loved it. I loved everything about I, it. I think one of the things that I, especially seeing that, like, there was a lot of backlash or people didn't like the movie or what, not backlash is the wrong word, but like a lot of people didn't like this film. Um, I think, I think kind of what we talked about a little while ago, I think part of that is maybe it's like when you have a director like this, it's like you're kind of really just putting his movies up against his own movies. And if you yeah. like, a lot of his films or you have like some favorites or like maybe some of his films are like your favorite movies of all time. I feel like it's going to be hard for anything he ever puts out to ever kind of like hit those same notes for you. Not saying it can or it won't, but like you're, there's a lot of stuff going on there, but one of the, like the Margot Robbie, Robbie scene is so fucking good. So good. Uh, so good. The, the scene. Okay. Didn't even know she was in the movie. I was like, wait, what? I was like, hold so, on. One thing I wanna I wanna get I didn't I had no idea Jeff Goldblum was in this movie when the fucking intro starts and the cat like the actors names are going by saying oh, the so role good. they're playing so good too. and it says Jeff Goldblum as the alien at that oh, moment that. at that moment I'm sitting there I looked at Jen and I was like I don't know what this movie is gonna be about because I <laughs> I didn't know what the movie was gonna be about but then I was like there's an alien like what is That's happening right. so if like the first half of the movie where it's like you got stuff going on. They they arrive in Asteroid City. Then it cuts to uh, Edward Norton, not Edward Norton, Edward Norton, Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Edward Norton. I got I got like I confused myself with Hulk stuff. I was like, wait, Eric Bana? No, Eric, Edward Norton. Um, and Jason, it go, it goes back to black and white, and Edward Norton's there, and Jason Schwartzman walks in with ice cream. And he's like feeding him ice cream, and they're having like all the stuff. And I'm like, okay, maybe. And this is partially because there's obviously a, a government element to the beginning of the movie with the uh, like, you know, with what's going on there. And just in my head going, why is there Jeff Goldblum as the alien? Why is this a thing? So in my head, I was like, maybe this is going to be like a weird government cover up. Like there's like a I, I don't know. I was like trying to like put these pieces together that I did not have anything to make a puzzle out of and i was just trying to like think about what the movie I could was be doing about ways though like i was very curious where the movie was going like is it yeah is it real i was if sometimes at some point in the movie i was like is this movie actually real or yes. like i'm like where exactly. it's like like yeah like but i will say my biggest gripe is like always kids the kids are so good in this movie like the honoree kids that won like the competition yeah. and that song at the table with like the kids when he yeah. starts when the kid goes up there and sings a song with Maya Hawk and everything, dude. That that oh man, I loved every second of this movie. I can't believe I'm kind of he hates kids. He historically hates kids. <laughs> he hates I hate kids in movies. I'm pretty sure he hates Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, honestly though, no, I love Scarlett Johansson. But uh, he's uh, I will say this about Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson always makes me like kids in movies. Like Moonrise Kingdom is a perfect example of that. Like and then uh, Royal Tenenbaums, fucking another one. But like I he, yeah, this movie's. Yeah, I, I really was expecting to be bored out of my mind from what I read. And I can see why people would be bored with this movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, no, it had its claws in me the whole time. And I was just fucking loving every second of it. I kept waiting for Steve Carell to be something. Because he was <laughs> yeah, like, right, yeah, right. robotic the whole movie. I was like, yes. yeah, right. what is going on with Steve Carell? <laughs> he, he was like, I, D D Jen and I said this to, like, to each other when we were watching the movie. I like... He's so good in this movie, and he is so fucking funny without doing anything funny. Like, I forget what the what the. I think it was one of the moments, not like the first time 
where one of the characters asks about like the vending machine that has the like real like real estate in it. Yeah. But his like delivery, the response to like whatever he said, I, like it was not, it was not a joke. It was not supposed to be funny. I don't think, but just like he's just so funny without being funny. It's so weird. It's so literally weird. not a single bad. Like everyone nails what they're doing in this movie. Yeah. Like, and that's very rare that like I liked every fucking character. Yeah. I like. There was never a point where I'm like, oh, this character's here. And that's see the scene when. Um, what's his name? Brian Cranston's just like, oh, wait, what, am I not supposed to be in this? You know, am I not yeah. supposed to be in this? <laughs> it was so good too, you know. Like, but like, I didn't think it was super funny, but I was thoroughly entertained by yeah. the entire movie. There was some funny scenes, but like, so, so I, I want to bring something up about that Brian Cranston thing. I don't understand how in the meta of the movie that's supposed to work, because I don't think he's there at the play parts. Because isn't he doing the, the flip side of that? Not to say that Brian Cranston isn't real. I was just confused how he ended up there. Because there's another thing. I don't know if anyone else noticed this. But I was watching for it the whole fucking movie. There is a character that appears in a lot of scenes in the background. A yep. lot. And th that was because it happened early too. There was like a scene where they were like drinking. Three of the characters were drinking like cocktails out of some martini vending machine. Yeah. And he like comes in. Pulls out a flask, has a drink, walks out. He's in the background, and then he peeks his fucking head over and like looks in, and then leaves. And Wait, he who are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know who the character uh, I is. I can't remember. I can't remember who he is either. He shows up. He shows up in the background in a lot, a lot. Of, in a lot of scenes. Yeah. So that's kind of why I was like, I wonder if this is like a government like cover. Like I, I just kept trying right. to be like, there's yeah. got to be something going on here because I'm pretty sure he's even in the corner of the diner when, uh. Midge and and nah, I'm not gonna try to do character names. It's gonna fuck everything up. Do actress names. Uh, Jason Schwartzman and ScarJo meet for the first time in the diner. I'm pretty sure he's sitting in the corner watching them. This dude is in so many scenes. I'm also pretty sure I couldn't make it out all the way in the scene where Schwartzman and Margot Robbie are on the balconies talking to each other. He says, I'm "Are pretty... you the wife that played my actress?" Oh, you're talking about Matt. You're not talking about Matt Dillon, right? No, no. no. Okay. okay. No, no, no. I'm talking about there's a guy that is constantly in the background yeah, okay. watching them. He is down on the street in front of the theater watching them. I don't know what the character is supposed to be, but he's in so many scenes just like showing up. I didn't even notice. Towards the end where they where the alien comes a second time and everyone freaks out. And uh, that's when Jason Schwartzman leaves the set and goes into the back. Before he does that, that guy runs across the screen. Like fucking super cartoon, like he's just like running across the screen. I, I, I want to know more of what that character is supposed to mean because I, he definitely, I think, is more than just a thing. I, th I think he must mean something. I, I mean, I didn't notice him, but I would assume that. I rewinded the movie at three different points, Mike, to make sure I saw this dude. I was like, this, this Again, I'm making this up. To be honest, at a certain point, I was, I was just like, this is too meta for me. I'm just going to take it at face value. We've got. <laughs> I'm watching a movie about a play that's being made by whatever. So by that logic, I could only assume that if this guy appears multiple times and he is just an extra that had multiple parts or like they just, they only had so many actors in the yeah. quote unquote film yeah. that he has to keep recurring. I, I, I like, think, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like ScarJo, like even I know she was great in marriage story, but man, she's so underappreciated. I feel like I, when it comes to like 
she's just so fucking good in this movie. Like she hands that like the scene in the bathtub when like you're like, oh, did she just kill herself? And then she's like, now read the lines, you know, like that's, and all that's that. Such a good it's scene. so good. It's such I a good love scene. All the scenes of them reading back and forth. Yeah, they're so the whole windows back and forth is so yes. good between the two. And of them. I, like, so I like how that parallels like him and Margot at the end of the yes. movie too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god tell you the seed composition but i want to go back i there's like another thing i still want to talk about that i, I keep getting off on another tangent uh to go back to what you said mike the movie's too meta like this and that and i think the movie works on two ways because i think and it's like super super like face level thing when you get to that like room where they're all talking and then jason schwartzman stands up and he's like you can't wake up if you don't fall asleep is i think that's what he says yeah and then the yeah. alien comes down Yes, the alien showing up doesn't make any sense. But, but uh, or no, I guess it. I, now I need to look back at that scene and see if he is sitting in the room somewhere. Is he sitting in the room somewhere? I think he is sitting in the room. Yeah, it's Jeff Goldblum without us. He has like does has the half of the suit on. I think in that part. Yeah, that's a, that's the end when he walks off set because that's the other thing oh, I want to okay. talk about. That was when Jason Schwartzman walked by him to talk to. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he leaves the set while they're performing the play and goes in the back, he walks by. Jeff Goldblum talking to someone else behind the scenes yeah. and he's like Jeff Goldblum's character. Cause I rewinded that too. Cause I wanted to like hear exactly what he said again. He says something like, uh, I think I'm supposed to be a metaphor. And I think Jason Schwartzman or the other character stops and goes a metaphor for what? And he goes, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. That's like, th that's what this movie is. Like the yeah. movie is that it's, I think maybe this is that, or maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm still processing it. And I feel like that's such a core thing that this movie is trying to do it's like it wants you to think about stuff if it means it whatever if it if it does mean something to you great if it doesn't also whatever because i think it parallels this the next scene of dialogue where he sits down adrian brody and he goes am i doing this right and i think that it, in itself is like a whole nother level of that sentence in that scene is like meta up and down meaning so many different things it's like Jason Schwartzman, the actual actor, sitting there talking to Adrian Brody, like, am I doing this right? As, like, the actor himself in real life. Like, am I making, am I doing this role right? But it's also that same character who is playing the role in the play, like, am I doing this right? And then it's also, like, a, another stretch of uh, probably just an extension of, like, Wes Anderson. Like, I'm am I doing this movie? Like, is, is this, am I doing this right? You know what I mean? Like, it's like every level of involvement in that film of, am I doing this right? And then it pulls it back to, cause I, one of the other things that Jason Schwartzman's character struggles with, cause he brings it up multiple times in the movie. I think it's after the scene where she is laying in the tub with the pills. It's in one of their scenes across the windows. And he, for no reason, burns his hand on the thing. And before that scene and after that scene, that scene gets referenced as like, why does he do this? Oh, you're yes. going to say something dumb? No, no, no. I was going to say that they brought it up earlier in the movie. Like, why yes. does he burn his hand on the... Yeah. yeah. And when you look at this movie as like... Is he just trying to feel something though? Is that what like, so, they're trying to say with that? Like... So part of this movie is like definitely how people handle grief. Yeah, 100%. Because I, like... I, oh, think the, I think the major like point of this movie is like finding meaning in anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And like every yeah. character in the movie is trying to find meaning in something, everything they're doing in 
something like yeah every character it feels like is trying to find some sort of meaning in like everything that's happening and it and it spans everything it's like the kids are finding meaning through science then there's the the kid the kids in that little school group with Maya Hawk that are finding meaning through religion or she's at least well, trying we, to do we that. We talk about Jeffrey Wright and how good he is in the Jeffrey Wright was really in. great in that. Dude, Jeffrey Wright. That the scene between him and the Asian student when like they're yeah. going back and they're forth. Like, and, <laughs> and then he's like, he gets a note from the president and he's like, I forget what he says. He's like, president's pissed. That's all it is. You know, it's so good. The like back and doing his, his little opening speech. His opening like, speech is so good. Like, chapter one. So, uh, yeah. And then he just like so puts everything to the side and like walks up to a separate <laughs> microphone. so good. Yeah. Oh my God. I thought yeah, Tony, yeah, every, everyone is so good in this movie. Was like, Tony Revolori was like really good as just being like the like, like, yeah, yeah, you did that. Good. Yeah, yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, right. I love it. Every, every there wasn't oh, a man. single bad performance in this movie. There just wasn't. Just about this movie more. It's like, mm, it might have been the best movie that I watched that came out last year. Um, Dude, it's up. It's. I sent you guys might a be my favorite. I sent you guys a picture. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the guy in the background is the character that me and Brennan are both talking about, and it might be this guy, which I can't get. Oh, my I know yeah, who you're I, saying. I can see you. He was in there see, a lot. Yeah, he was the guy. That is the guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's he, like... Was right he a government there. guy, though? Wasn't he a government guy? At, at he just some, kept showing at, up in the background. So I'm pretty sure at some point, once the quarantine starts happening, I'm pretty sure he is at some points behind. But he is. who knows if yeah. he's actually part of the government because he's just in the behind of most of the scenes. Yeah. So the I, other I, thing, I don't know. The other thing I want to bring up is we talked about how he goes back to talk to Adrian Brody. So theoretically, Adrian Brody is part of the like stage hands he's not in the play he's not in the movie he's just like part of the group that is putting on the play right we can we can agree on that so i yes. so adrian so here's the other thing that happens in the movie edward norton dies edward norton is jason schwartzman the actor not in the play yeah his lover so he's having grief in the play and in that. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, like, that's, it, yeah. There's so many exactly. levels of that. Yep. But I think I think Adrian Brody then ends up taking over the play. I think that's what he is. Because okay. when Adrian Brody's so, like wife, so, ex-wife comes in, she's like telling him, you should change this scene. Like you should yeah. do that, whatever. Right. Yeah. And then we watch that scene and he doesn't listen. Yes. To her. He doesn't listen. Yeah. To her. Right. Yeah, yeah. You um, should say it after the door shuts, yeah. which is also a good yeah, scene yeah, because right. she says you should say it after the door shuts. So and then she shuts the door and says goodbye. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, my God, this is so yeah. dumb. I love it. Um, Adrian Brody is like shadow boxing. A, a I don't ball. understand that. Yes. And the ball is literally behind. I know. Him. That's why I keep like he's not part of the play. This is real life. And he's still like shadow boxing something. Yeah where the prop is behind him like yeah so there was one thing that confused me with this movie and it was the three daughters and i was reading something that they were like greek this so, portraying. Yes. so i wanted to bring this up too pandora calliopa and i can't remember who the third one pandora is definitely about loss yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what like that yeah once i read it, i was like oh I, I caught that but i was like you know i didn't catch it well I, I was trying to figure it out when i was watching it i was like what are they like calliopia yeah yeah there's um I can't remember the story that Calliopeia is in. I don't know enough about like different sects of because I think this is like a version of Christianity, Episcopalian. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, 
I don't know enough about that to know if it means anything other than, but I really enjoyed the line when he finally starts to tell the kids that, it, that, uh, you know, their, their mom died. Yeah. He, yeah. I, I had to write it down because it made me laugh. Let's say she's in heaven, which doesn't exist for me, but you're a Episcopalian. It's so good. It's just, so good. It's just so fucking good. I had to write it down. Jason uh, Whitman's like another one who's great in this movie. He's just like, he plays that part so well. Yeah, it's so good. Oh man, this is like, this is like, I gotta say, this is like one of those, like, you know, I watch movies all, I don't watch movies as much as I used to, but this movie just fucking hit me in a way that I was like, oh, this movie's sticking with me. This is like it's, one. It's one of those things where I can, like you said earlier, I can 100% see why somebody would not 100%. like this movie. Yep. And that's fine. Like, I, I don't, I think this movie is only gonna hit like you might enjoy certain parts of it but i think it's only gonna hit for you you're gonna be in the right mindset too when you want want to have this type of like for a really shitty like a thing to make it similar to like if you want to have that like alan wake 2 type of like playing around on different planes of existence type of mess around um a little i I don't want to say a little less cohesive because Alan Wake 2 is a little different in regards to, like, and I don't, I don't want to, like, spoil Alan Wake 2 stuff, but, like, it's clearly, like, pushing you along in a specific direction, it, trying to tell you a specific story. There's room for interpretation in that stuff, too. But I think this movie is really trying to, like, like Dom said, I, I think that's a really good way to put it, that this movie is, like, about pretty much everyone in the film trying to find meaning out of anything. And I think that's just what this movie is to the viewers, too, is, like, try to find meaning out of it and maybe it works maybe it doesn't and i think it comes back to am i doing this right where it's like they're taking a swing they're trying to do something maybe you think it's bad maybe you think it's good but i think the am i doing this right is like not irrelevant but it's like i don't know the the fourth fucking person watching uh adrian brody to be like uh you know you need to you're doing great like just keep doing what you're doing um i still don't know if i like the scene where they all get up and start shouting you can't fall asleep if you don't you can't wake up if you don't fall asleep which i like the line i just don't know if i like the scene in the movie yeah i get that i I feel like in some ways it's out of place but i mean it's kind of out of place because I'm, like, I'm wondering why when they stand up, their voices change and it goes in color for each character when it like highlights them. Like I'm, I, I don't know. I need to I was die. Reading I need something to, like, that like you can get lost in your dreams and like it's like a, an escape or something like that. I forget what I was yeah. reading because I would like I, that's the first thing I googled. Like was like I mean that's a heavy scene because I, I yes. again like I I think this the whole movie is really like aside from just obviously being very meta. I think it's trying to tell a lot of different things and trying to help the viewer find a lot of meaning and stuff. And I think that scene is like a little heavy handed of like, if you can't suspend your disbelief, like you can't lose yourself you in this. Grief. And like, you can't get past grief probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it's funny. Who, which one of you guys said that, um, this wasn't as typical as a West Anderson. Was it Brendan or Don? Okay, because like I, that's the first thing I thought. Like even from the beginning, like the camera movements, like the way it was, like I was just like, well, this is kind of was, a lot of the framing yeah, was and, and I totally dug that. I'm like, oh man, this is like definitely Wes Anderson stepping out of. It's very Wes Anderson, Andersony, but at the same time, it seemed like it was him stepping out of his comfort zone 
And I feel like to a lot of critics and a lot of people, that was probably off-putting to a lot of people because they're like, he doesn't do that. He never does that. He sticks by what he does all the time. And this was very different, but not different. But yeah, different in a lot of ways and a lot of his other stuff he's done. It's fair. That that may have been part of the reason that like I went in expecting a Wes Anderson hey, review. 100%. Yeah. That's why I was surprised how much I liked it. Because, like, uh, maybe maybe I liked it because I was, I've seen so many Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it was actually something different yeah. from him, you know? Like, um, like the trailer scene, like them talking back and forth, like, has that, like, Wes Anderson. Yes, frame. 100%. The window scenes, the window scenes still, are totally Wes Anderson. But it's still not, like, it's not the shot. You know what I mean? He yes. always has, yeah, like, yeah. a shot of, like, close yeah. up on people's, like, it was there, but, like, not there. Yeah. It was replaced, I think, a lot with like the the back and forth, like the across the balcony, across the window. I feel like that was the face up, like the close face shots of this movie. Uh, no, he does that too. Like, oh, does he? Okay. Like talking across. Man, it's fucking good movie. I I liked it a lot. My opinion has has risen throughout this conversation. Uh, um. Is there anything else specifically that anyone else wants to talk about or bring up or scenes they did or didn't like or anything like that? Or yeah. are we thought, at the point yeah. of... I thought Liv Schreiber was pretty good, too. He's awesome. He's always good. He, he just, like, he just at one point, like, ha- just has the gun. They're, like, threatening him to take away. He just starts shooting it everywhere. Yeah, it's good. I Him him and his, I'm assuming his son, like, their scenes oh, together God. are really good throughout the movie as, like, that, that changes. His son's the one who jumps off the roof, right? Yes, his yeah. th- his son's <laughs> his son's the one who keeps saying, "Do you dare yeah, me?" Do you dare me? Yeah. That, conversation him, was, that conversation was really good too. Yeah, amazing, so amazing, and like when that's but, another great Steve Carell scene because he's like also uh, another also another great scene about like what why why are you doing that? I just want yes. to find some meaning in it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. And he and then he <laughs> and then Liv Schreiber's like, "Well, what what do you dare like <laughs> dare to what?" And he goes, "You dare me to climb that cactus?" <laughs> no. <laughs> Or like I think Steve Carell goes, God no. I'm just like, all right, Steve yeah. Carell's so good at this fucking movie. Um fuck man, it's 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 a really good movie. Um It's a shame because I I honestly think this is an Oscar worthy movie and I don't think it's gonna get any accolades or anything. Yeah. It it uh on their IMDb page they Could get like uh Yeah, there's nothing really cinematography maybe. What's the other thing like set design or something like yeah. that? Like totally should get something like that because yeah. I was in love with the set design. I was like, oh man, this movie is just fucking gorgeous. It's 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 so good. There are and so like, many. I love like the cop and the the the, the burglars and the cops driving by constantly <laughs> shooting. You know, like, and I don't know what it is with Wes Anderson recently and like wanting to try CGI, but like the alien just looks so weird. It's like it look, yeah. looks like his CGI. It looked like I Yeah, it looks like it looks like it, it looked I like thought the it was just stop motion. I, I yeah, yeah, the roadrunner the roadrunner might be stop motion. I think the alien was CGI. Like in the suit? Like, like Jeff Goldblum the, or the spaceship? In the play. Like in the yeah. play. Interesting. And like when he shows up and like picks up the yeah. yeah, the asteroid. I mean, that, that scene, working, that scene, I fucking loved so much too. Oh, because that's like again, I, I didn't know Jeff Goldblum was in this movie, and I knew that there was an alien because of the intro scroll when it like flashed the actors' names and their roles. 
And when he, I'm like, when he finally shows up, I'm like, oh, fucking, I'm so curious, like, how this is going to, like, why is this part of this movie, like, whatever. And he finally comes, like, he, like, everything about that scene, his entrance, where it's, like, a very slow, like, <laughs> like, the fucking thing comes down, he steps on it, and he's, like, you know, coming down, and he's just, like, looking around, blinking, and then he just, like, slowly starts to pick the thing up. And, I, like, he gets back on his thing, and he's, like, <clears throat> And then he goes back up, and I looked at Jen. I'm like, "Is this guy? That's his. Like, is he not going to say a word in this movie? That was like, yeah, basically." <laughs> Tilda Swinton was really good in this movie too, actually. Yeah, she yeah. Was really good. And that was not your typical. T- it didn't even. I at some point, I'm like, "Is that Tilda Swinton?" I'm like, "It doesn't even didn't even remind me of her." You know, it's like just yeah, so. Weird. I had to. I had to pause it. At full disclosure, by the time I watched the movie, it was no longer on Peacock. I was like, I drove on the Peacock. It's like, it's, it's not here Amazon anymore. Prime. What am I, yeah, Amazon it's on Prime. Amazon Prime. I was like, yeah. oh, all right. I guess I gotta yeah. go here now. Uh, but they have, you know, the x-ray thing. So I pause and it'll just tell me what actors are like. Is Yo, how good is that? I never knew that was a thing. Like, that's, that's another thing. thing I was going to bring up. Like, every scene, you can tap your screen and it tells you all the actors that are on the screen. If you're watching it on your phone or like you're doing whatever, like if you pause it, it tells you all the actors each scene by scene, which is like, I didn't even know that was a thing, which is yeah, really it cool. Is a, it yeah, is a pretty, pretty cool feature. Um, another scene I like too, though, like not to keep on going was when like, he's I mean, sitting by, until we don't have anything to talk about. No, no, but when he's sitting by himself and the, like the, the kid, and then, like, they're all like, I forget what they say to him, but like that whole interaction, and like, you're like, like oh, are, you, are you shy? Are you intimidated by us? And he's like, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that scene's so good too. Yes, yeah, so, oh, I love it. I I will say, I mean, regardless of whether or not we've all liked this movie, I feel like we have talked pretty voraciously about this movie. Like, we we've had a lot to talk about, which I feel like is not always the case with some of the movies we pick. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a thought-provoking film. I, I, I liked it a lot. So now I got to watch Saltburn with Amanda. I got to watch this. I got to stop watching movies by myself and just fucking watch them with Amanda at this point. Because, like, I'm oh, like, I want her to see it. Saltburn? Yeah, I already watched it. I loved it. But, like, I do uh, not think. I don't. There's a reason why I definitely might not pick that movie. Because, like, although we'll have a lot to talk about if I do pick that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else anyone wants to talk about with Asteroid City before we move on banger of a pick mike like that's big praise coming from the the self-appointed fucking movie guy yeah i suppose i i ain't doing this for accolades i'm doing this because you guys are asking me to what um what is everyone's final thoughts everyone's opinions stay the same on this movie yes yes Alright. It was a good pick, Mike. I, I will I will give it to you. I I think I I don't mind I mean, we're not doing this again because we do it too fucking often. I don't remember what all the movies were last year, but I agree with Todd. If if it wasn't the best, it was definitely one of the best. Oh, I think well, we all said that Blackberry was Blackberry the best. Was, last year. Yes, but and Blackberry was waffled. the last movie. Blackberry hit me the same way this movie like, Yeah, while well, you had waffled like I really liked La La Land. But I, I did. I did like that. Oh, that's great too. But um, yeah, no, this movie hit me the same way. Like I was, it's a movie that I was expecting to think it would probably be good, but not like amazing. Yeah. And same with Blackberry, I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Like, like sometimes you guys make these picks, and I'm like, I'm just being a a little bitch, and it's just like, oh, I want an action movie or a horror movie, and like then I'm like, all right, I watch the movie, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta watch more movies because of this, because like this is like you know, this is a perfect example 
And I guess to what extent La La Land is too, like this is a perfect example of a movie I probably never would have watched. And I was forced to watch it. And I'm so fucking happy that I watched this movie. Oh, I'm so back with Wes Anderson, by the way. I'm watching all this shit now. <laughs> you know, it's like after Fantastic Mr. Fox and this, I'm so back. Um I yeah, this is the movie I'm gonna be thinking about for, for a bit. Um I will say too, like I know we briefly touched on the the three girls kids. I wonder if their like masks also are like pointed at something because I think because they obviously like talk about being witches, but like I think one of them at one point is wearing a witch hat, one of them is wearing some other mask, yeah, and another one is wearing a different mask. mask. Yeah, so I wonder. Tom's shoulder. I mean, I I'm looking at the stream, so I can't see Dom's full thing. Oh yeah, I I don't know what that mask is. There's witch hat. Mm. A, maybe a princess fairy thing. I don't know what the middle one is supposed to be. Uh, but it actually looks like they're sharing the costume sets. So like the one in the crown on the right has a black cape that probably goes with the witch hat. The one in the middle, I don't know what the mask is, but is wearing wings, which probably go with the girl on the right who's maybe supposed to be a fairy. And I can't mm-hmm. see what the the witch hat child is wearing. But so even just Tom Hanks in a Wes Anderson movie. Like, cause yeah. Tom Hanks like doesn't veer off the path of what he's done over the last couple of years, so it's like, yeah. I wish more actors would just do this shit, you know? I uh, they're another interesting like depiction of people dealing with grief too, because like they yeah. deal with their mother's ashes in like a very specific way, and, and, and he doesn't like Jason Schwartzman, but he does, but he doesn't, and it's like, yeah, fucking, you know, like yeah. that whole interaction was great. Yeah, there, there's a lot of really good like. And again, like, I think that just goes back to grief as a thing in general. Like, there is no correct way to deal with grief. Like, there's no correct way to deal with that type of emotion. And uh, I think this movie is, like, doing that on every level. Like Dom said, trying to find meaning and stuff. I don't think it's just trying to find meaning in regards to in relation to grief. But I think just in general, it's like grief is such a hard thing to deal with and i think the movie itself is not just about grief but just about like dom said finding meaning and stuff and there is no right answer necessarily there isn't a right path forward there's just things that affect you um and it's dealing with that after being affected anyways fuck mike really good fucking pick fuck mike over here with the banger of the of 2023 Redo your top ten, Mike, and add add uh, Asteroid City onto it. <laughs> I I will say when I put up the 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 so if you're listening to this uh, over on our Twitter, I don't know if they'll find their way anywhere else, maybe on Instagram or something, or or maybe somewhere else. I put up four cards with each of our own top tens for the year, uh, and Mike's was a mix of different media, so it wasn't just games; it was you know movies, other stuff, anime. But there was last week there was a a movie that you mentioned. And I'm surprised it wasn't on your your top because I feel like last week you were a little soft on John Wick 4, but there was some other movie that you brought up, but you were like, oh, no one saw that. I think it was with an R, like Remnant or Reaper or something. Uh, What did I watch? I would have to look at Regent. I don't know. It... Oh, The Creator? Was it The Creator? The, maybe was? it was The Creator. Yeah, it, it was definitely like a like a one word title. Yeah. Yeah. I was so I was surprised that, that wasn't I, there. That's the only movie I can think of that um I saw last year that I I thought was good, but I don't think it 
got a lot of it was it was like a very cheap movie for them to make mm-hmm. and i believe they also didn't do a whole lot of marketing because i it snuck up on me i watched it because i like the director um and i like the actors that were in it uh yeah i forget i i think i was trying to figure out how i could do across media like if i was evenly. doing evenly sort of because like if i do two things from games movies television and then anime separately that leaves me with space for two extra things yeah and i was just like i don't know i'll just round it out somehow yeah no i mean it's your list you whatever you want i was just surprised because i thought i like i feel like you didn't talk about it because i don't think any of us knew what you were talking about but you uh i don't know maybe that'll be i'm february right maybe that'll be my february pick we'll see what happens little tease little spoilers unless todd Uh, steals it from me in which case you know (laughs) go fun have fun with it so the three daughters names are cassiopeia andromeda and pandora they're the names of of uh constellations and at one point woodrow says um my mother didn't know the names of constellations so she made up her own yeah but the three girls are all named after constellations so Well, she made up her own. She had three kids and made them up. She made up the names for the constellations. No, but I think that's like maybe like the like a, a funny little joke maybe in that is like as in addition yeah. to yeah. Um, but I I also do I I do like that. Fuck man, they're all they're all good. Like there's a lot of good scenes. That that scene too is just like a little fun, like humorous where he says what his mother called the constellations. Like I don't know, it's just silly. It's a good scene. Who's the cowboy dude who played the like love interest of Maya Hawk? Is he Rupert, like a famous Rupert friend? What's he from? Is he from anything? He, he is looks super familiar. Grand grand Inquisitor. Oh, that's why I know him. That's so weird. Was, I a, I looked at his, his filmography. I'm like, I don't know where I know him from. I don't I know. I don't know what else he was in. He was in. What's uh, a, Kenobi, a Grand Inquisitor? In Kenobi. Oh, Kenobi. Okay. I knew his name. And I like. I saw. He was like. I, you know, Todd. You I know, thought he you was know, the guy who played Solo for a second. Like I was like. Confused. No, he's like, the guy that plays uh, Hitman in Hitman Agent Forty Seven. So the one that's not oh. Timothy Oliphant, but the other. Oh, okay, one. gotcha. Oh, weird. I thought that dude was way older. Uh, he's also see. in uh, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Wes Anderson's loyal, man. If you're loyal to him, man, just fucking, I'd get on that train all day long. Was he in Fresh Dispatch? Mm hmm. He is drill sergeant. So do with that what you will. Um, all right. Are we, is that it for the movie? Yeah, I think so. All right. I'm opening up the new leaderboard for the year. As we are coming into the end of this episode here. So we got a fresh scoreboard. Already two points on the board, though. One for Todd, one for Dom. Um, but we, we will get to that in just a second. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. Episode 401. I almost said 300. Uh, I almost said 301. 401 of the Past the Controller podcast. Uh, we appreciate you sticking around for, I don't know, like 13 years at this point. Um, and coming into 2024 with us for the first episode 
If you are a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to support the show, the best ways you can do that and the easiest ways to do that is just simply go over wherever you listen to the show, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever. Leave us a five-star review. It's super beneficial. It helps us continue to grow this show. Uh, we'd really be appreciative if you left us a five-star review. Uh, if you have other bucks hanging around and you want to support the show, you can go to twitch.tv slash passcontroller. And you can subscribe to us over there. You can go to patreon.com slash passcontroller and become a patron. Or you can go to uh, passcontroller.threadless.com and get yourself some swag. If you are an audio listener, just as a reminder, we do record the show live every week over at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. So if you want to watch the show live, we'll be over there. If you can't catch us live but you still want to watch the show, you can do that by going to our YouTube channel. Just search Pass the Controller on YouTube and you will see us over there uh without further ado because it is a movie episode uh if this is your first time listening or not not a regular listener we usually end each show with a game because it's a movie episode we're going to play the movie game which the way that works is i will start reading just different things about the film actors year release genre budget whatever different things to point them towards the correct film whoever guesses the film first correctly gets the point uh as we said dom and todd got points already so they are both sitting tied at first yet again with a point each uh mike let's see how we're gonna fare this year (laughs) so we'll pick three movies and we will get to that in just a second. Let me see which order I want to do these in. I don't really think there's a correct order, so we're just going to go with it. This 2008 PG-13 film clocks in at an hour and 48 minutes. this one up this movie does not have any oscar wins or nominations but it does have other awards including three different bafta nominations and two different golden globe nominations For the Golden Globe nominations, it was nominated for Best Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical, and Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture. Oh, Scott so Pilgrim vs. the World. Incorrect. Oof. Is that the right year for that? It was either 2008 or 2009. Right. Actually, it might have been 2010, now that I think about it. It might have been 2010. Let me see if this is helpful here. PG-13. I got a PG-13 is not in my wheelhouse. Unless it's like a Marvel movie or fucking... I've been you, watching rated R movies since he was like five. You may, you may know the director of this film from such films as this movie. This movie's sequel. The Iron... Incorrect. The Iron Lady Wait, and this Herself. Movie in this movie's sequel. The movie. Was the last one Herself? Herself. Not to be confused with the movie Her. How is that? Like, that's like actually one of my picks, possibly for like our next. 
this film has a 55% tomato meter and a 66% audience score. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. You said the director is known. So you... IMDb, if you click on an actor or director or anybody, if you go to their page, it'll highlight that's what, what like... they say their top four known things okay. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what IMDb says that you may okay. know this director from. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes says, if you like this movie, you might also like Twilight. The, pro- the Proposal. Twilight was going to be one of my guesses, by the way. I was going to guess Twilight. I don't. Yeah, that's out of my. It's not a comedy. That's too or... early, though. I think that's too I know early, that's, too, right? It, it, Twilight might have been 2008, 2008, 2009, but it wasn't a comedy or musical, so like I had mm-hmm. to pull it back pretty early on. Uh, you might also like Confessions of a Shopaholic, The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian, and Penelope. All right, this is this is a very very weird guess here. Is the correct answer Freaky Friday? Incorrect. Oh God, uh, that Freaky would make Friday sense. If out, if Brendan picked that. That would make sense. I I just I have to guess it. According to Box Office Mojo, this film had a budget of fifty-two million dollars and worldwide gross of six hundred and ten million dollars. No wonder why I got a sequel, despite the less than glowing reviews there. Yeah, bad reviews, and it got nominated for Golden Globes. It made a boatload of money, though. Yeah. You may recognize the third build actress from such roles as Les Miserables, Mean Girls, Dear John. And letters to Juliet. Mamma Mia. It is indeed Mamma Mia, and Dom gets the point. Here we go again. I don't know if he was saying here we go again because I was yeah, right. again, or because yeah. it's Are you movie. actually? Yeah, right. <laughs> but it worked both. <laughs> yeah, it's meta, just like the movie. Um, Mamma Mia. Who is the actress? Was it uh, Amanda Seyfried? Yes, Amanda Seyfried. Yes. Mamma Mia. Who's in Mamma Mia connected to Wes Anderson? That's what I'm trying to do right now. It's connected. Why does it have to be connected? I'm trying to do right now. (laughs) I can't remember who the the dads were. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan was one of them, yeah. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, the, okay. the two Golden Globes were, I forget, or I don't, the, the actress was Meryl Streep. That was, not yeah, because Iron yeah. Chef, you said, yep. This movie number two, this 2014 rated R Ooh, film, that's a weird year, clocks in at an hour and 54 minutes. Oof, you said rated R? Mm-hmm. Rated R. Uh, Mama Mia, here we go again. <laughs> um, going for the juggler, incorrect. What would make Mamma Mia? Here we go again. Rated R. I, I don't know nudity. <laughs> uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, this film has an eighty-seven percent tomato meter and an eighty-five percent audience score. Mm. And they say you might also like The Fault in Our Stars, The and Intern. They say, and they say. Much Ado About Nothing, 
Saint Vincent and this is a great movie. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. End of the world. Have you guys seen Saint Vincent, by the way? No, I haven't. Have I, I think no. uh Saint Vincent's with uh what's his name? Fucking SNL. West Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh Bill Murray's on the cover of that picture that I saw. Yeah, it's so, what, so which good. one's the intern? I think that's with Vince Vaughn, right? No, that was the ship. Oh, okay. Oh. No, so the one with Al Pacino? Robert De Niro. And he's like the intern this for anymore. This isn't yeah. helping me anymore. Intern for I think Anne Hathaway's the the company. Oh, okay. Or... Yes, yes, okay. I don't even know what they're talking about. Yes, I I do remember what you're talking about. He's like a retired guy that's like looking for work or something. Yeah. yeah. This movie had a budget, and this is according to Wikipedia. This movie had a budget of eleven million and grossed worldwide uh forty eight and a half million dollars. Okay. That's not enough. Um oh, what was the name of that movie? You didn't give us a genre or uh, anything, right? I did not. Devil Devil Wars Prada. Incorrect. That's not really that. It's not. This this film has four award nominations and two wins, none of which are Oscars or Golden Globes or BAFTAs. MTV it's, Choice Awards. Yeah, uh, it I don't know. Uh, let's see. It has a nomination for a Critic Choice Award. It has a nomination for Casting Society of America USA. Don't know what that is. I'm not going to read the other two because I don't know what they are. I'll say it won the Audience Award at the Tribeca Film Festival. Okay, Whatever so that, that Tribeca. Do you see the running time of this movie? Hour 45. Hour 54. Okay, hour 54. Hour 54. <laughs> Did you say? I'm sorry. You said that. What did it win the award for? Did you, you didn't uh, say just I tried that of film festival award. But I didn't. You didn't say what it was. It won audience award or something. Audience choice or something. Um, you may know this director from one movie we watched at some point for a PTC movie club. Um, another movie that I know for sure we have all seen. Uh, this movie, which I can't say. And a TV series, which I know for sure we have all seen. I cannot tell you what any of these are because it will be. Oh, it's, it's Looper. Incorrect. I think Looper made more money than 55 million. So, yeah, maybe. Probably had a bigger budget too, I feel like. Probably, probably yeah. But that movie was pretty big. But I can't Bruce remember. Willis has got to cost a lot of money. Um, um You. May know this second build actor from any of their 147 nominations across their career. Let me, why is this not loading? Hold on. Including two Noscar, Noscar nominations, Oscar nominations. I want an Oscar. This is the second build actor? This is the second build actor. I don't know why I did that, but we're just going to roll with it. Uh, 
They were nominated in 2009 for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role and in 1993 for Best Actor in a Leading Role. Okay, so that throws me off. 1993 in a leading role. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that that's as fucks with me now. Cause Okay, so it must be this actor, which is weird for me to say that, because like now that I think about it, I don't know what year that movie came out, and they would have got a nomination. Don't give them freebies, Mike. Don't give them freebies. Oh, I'm, oh is it Creep? This is, a, this is a fresh year, Mike. It's not Creep. But I don't know what movie would have come out that year that they would have... This I'm 2014 rated R. This actor's all three of the top build actors from this film were in, appear in the MCU. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, I feel like everyone's in the MCU at this point. Yeah, okay. The second build actor you may recognize from three MCU films. This is, again, according to IMDb, their top four things. Three MCU films and a fourth film that I'm not sure if any of us have watched. I can't say the name of it because it'll be too revealing. But I guess we should have to start revealing stuff soon. <laughs> the fourth film, which is, uh, I'm trying to think of like a, a dumb movie that had like oh, the Saint name of the actor in the title. St. Vincent, got it. Yeah. The third build actress has 234 nominations in total, including 70 wins and two Oscar nominations. No Oscar wins, though? No wins. If this will page will load. I don't know why my computer is like not loading these web pages. Um, in t- they were nominated twice in 2020 for best performance by an actress. I'm sorry. They were nominated twice in 2020 for Oscars, once for best performance by an actress in a leading role, and once for best performance by an actress in a supporting role. According to IMDb, you might know the third build actress from such films as Lost in Translation. Her. The MCU. Or Ghost World. Oh, I don't know who that actress is. Guys, we should think about this. Yeah. Let's ponder. Let's ponder real hard. What movie is this, though? I don't know, though. That's the thing. And their third build. Oh, their third build. Oh, fuck. Okay. I think that's what you said, right? I was yes, thinking that, they were, yeah, that actress is the third build actress. Huh. Oh, fuck. What's the name of this movie? This movie has an interesting spinoff television show that shares... The is it Don Juan? Incorrect. No, it's goddamn. The television show shares (laughs) both the name and the lead actor and the director 
but is not fiction. Is not fiction, you said. So, I just got so lost. Yeah, same. That threw me for a way more of a loop than. Do you guys know what Don Juan is? So yes. it's uh, <laughs> it's PGL, right? Let, let What's me, that? I'll PGL. make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make it a little clear what I just said without being too revealing. It shares. It is. It is related to the film, mm. in that it shares the name. It is clearly inspired by the film. Mm-hmm. And includes the real life. It's not fiction, so it's not the director and actor, lead actor playing the character. It is them in yeah. this Netflix spinoff. I think it's Netflix. I don't remember actually. TV show spinoff. I I am more confused after your same hundred percent. I'm I'm fucking lost. I feel like this is a lot of information, and it should immediately click with me if I know what it is, and it's yeah. not, which is kind of upsetting. Because I probably do know what you're talking about, and I'll say, "Oh, of course." Hmm. Oh, is it? Um, is it? What was the name of that movie? Was it? Is it Chef? It is Chef. It is indeed Chef. Really? I can't believe Todd did oh, not wow, get man. that. Bro, I feel like that. That was not none of those. Clues I would have never gotten that. Never mind. Yeah, like that. Like nothing was leading me in that the direction. Lead, the lead three lead actors are all MCU. Yeah, no, no, no. Everyone, every time you say someone's from the MCU, it goes fucking through my head. I'm like, okay, did you know ScarJo? Yeah, ScarJo, but like, I never watched the movie. I know that John Favreau's in it, but I didn't know ScarJo was in that movie. I don't know who. I know ScarJo's in it, but like, yeah, no, I that shit. Like, if I hear MCU. Nope. I just had to think of of movies where the director also was like one of the lead actors, and that's like what I came up with. Oh, yeah. I didn't even hear that part. Yeah, no. The, he did a show. I think it's just called he, Chef he Show. Just, it's yeah, so it's like, it's like was, a live action. He yeah. just said it was he was in the show, and I was like, all right, so he must be also in the movie. All right, directors that were also like the actor, like and also it, in the MCU. It, it was hard to give me any like. Especially about when I was talking about the director, I was like, oh, actually, I can't say any of these things. Because if I say Mandalorian or say Iron Man, like it's it's just going to be very clear who at least the director is. I also Um, forgot that there was a a chef show. I think I did know it at some point. It's so good. But damn, Todd, Mike and Dom haven't seen the movie. One of us should probably pick Chef because it's fucking... Might be one of my favorite. No, for real, time. it's so it's good. it's a top it's a top five favorite movie for me. It's easily it's so good. It's like a such a like feel good movie. Like like every time I watch it, I'm like happy. Who are the right. top three build actors there? John uh, Favreau, Robert Downey Jr., Scar Oh, nope. it is. Yeah. So wait, Sophia Vergara is oh, popping up as the second build on. Like, yeah, I was gonna say because like Robert Downey Jr. is barely in that movie. It's gonna be John Leguizamo. IMDb. Whatever. I, oh, okay. To yeah. keep it consistent, I just do yeah. IMDb. No, so like that's whatever. Fine. That's that's why. Because Robert Downey Jr. is in like two seconds of that movie. He's barely even in it. Um, but my next set of run of clues were gonna be John Leguizamo related because I feel like that would have pushed it a little. Uh, it wouldn't help me at all because again I have not seen the film it's so good alright I don't know I don't know if this movie is two devil horns or not we'll find out this 2009 movie number 3 this 2009 rated R film clocks in at 2 hours and 26 minutes oh 2009 feels like a long movie it does this film was, has three award nominations. 
two are Teen Choice Awards, and one is an IGN Summer Movie Award. A Teen Choice Award? Teen, teen Choice. I can't speak. Teen <laughs> Choice Award. 2009. Uh, 2009. Yeah. I don't know why I just said yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. I'm drinking a cranberry, a grapefruit juice. I'm not even drinking right now. I'm just hanging out. Um, oh, air bud. <laughs> Did you say air bud? Is it, is it Anchorman 2? Incorrect. Is it Anchorman? Incorrect. This film has a 69% tomato meter, nice, oh, and a 48% audience score. And you said PG-13, correct? No, R. R. Oh, R. Okay. So wide up your wheelhouse. Rotten Tomatoes says you might also like... Well, 2020-something minutes, though. Yeah, it is long. It's over. It's like two and a half, almost. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes says you might also like Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Wanted, Super Bad. Those movies are not like each other at all. No. Yes. I Love You, Man, and Sex in the City, the movie. Oh, ooh, okay. That's easy. That jumped around. (laughs) Like, (laughs) three of these movies make sense, I think. The other two, I'm not sure. You may recognize, or I guess we'll do this. Uh, maybe we can't do this. Do see, let me see what it says. You may know this director from, according to IMDb, their top four, uh, such things as Girls, the HBO show, mm. The King of Staten Island, Knocked Up, and The 40 Year Old Virgin. What year did you say this was again? 2009. Oh, it's funny people. It is indeed funny people. Mike gets the point. Did anyone else watch that movie? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember if I liked it or not. I haven't watched it. King of Staten Island is fucking great, though, if you guys haven't seen that. I just think about the the Judd Apatow movie that no one ever talks about. I was like, oh yeah, funny people. I saw that. Well, I think I think it has like legit like stand up through like half of the movie, like of like yeah, the does. characters and everything. Yeah, I believe I those characters. Like a young stand up too. Like there's like Aziz, I think, is in it. Pretty I think young. Adam Sandler was stand up in it. Like yeah. comedians in it. They really went out and did stand up, from what I recall. Yes, Aziz played a character, and he did that character as part of his stand up sets to like yeah. prepare for it. Is uh, is. Is Bo Burnham? Oh my God, Randy! Randy. Holy shit! Is Bo Burnham in it too? I think he might be. I don't remember. Think he's there. He might show up. Yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch of people like there. Yeah, there's a bunch of people like in the background too. Like yeah, comedians just showed up to like be like comedians, like like, sitting. You choose that for Jason Swartzman? I chose uh, obviously the ScarJo pick. You understand? Yeah, who was, uh, no, I'm, who was saying, I'm saying with uh, funny people. Uh, Mamma Mia, cool. Tom Hanks. Oh, Wait, Tom Hanks I did Mama not Mia? know he was in that movie. I mean, yeah. he, it was linked on his IMDb, so that's what I chose. Um, and then, yes, uh, Jason Schwartzman is who I linked to funny people. That ends the first week of the year, first episode of the year with Dom sitting in first with three points and Mike and Todd tied in second with one point apiece. Uh, I'm looking forward to another interesting year of the scoreboard. We appreciate you for hanging out. Uh, Todd, do you have a pick or you want to wait till next week? It's fine if you want to wait till next week. Don't don't feel pressure to pick off, off the cuff. I mean, if we can, I might even, I mean, 
I might even do a poll if we it comes down to it, but I could probably have it by tomorrow if you want to if you want to do it that way. If you want to wait till the show, you can do it. Whatever yeah, you want to do. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. We just I, okay. I'll tweet it out, but I mean, more people will see it from the show. I want to mull stuff. over a couple things though, because like yeah. I might. Yeah, there's no rush. I've been I've yeah. been picking until movies. Next episode. A lot of these movies I've been picking, I've been doing like movies I haven't seen but I always wanted to watch kind of things. But then there's some movies I actually want to pick, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to have a theme or anything this year, but I think I might just keep sticking with movies that I have not watched that I want to watch. I think the only time I, I didn't do that was when I made you guys watch The Big Sick. But uh, I thought you watched Manchester by the Sea before we watched it. Or did I, was did not, I, I did. I have not. I any of the movies I've picked aside from The Big Sick, I have not watched. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to, I'd have to look through the list, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that stays consistent throughout. I will say I did watch Past Lives last week, and... Oh, so bad. I, it was a painful sit through. Oh, you didn't want you, you didn't no, watch no, it. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to pick that movie because I, I I think it's pretty good. Um, I don't know if any of you have an interest in seeing that, but it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Anyways, that'll do it for this week's episode, episode four hundred one. Until next time.